السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث رحمة العالمين سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين The Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم He never ate fine bread The bread that we have Oh the type of bread Never seen that Sallallahu never had two types of food all his life, 63 years, never had two types of food in the same meal. Never had chicken and fish or chicken and meat or mints and all the stuff that the poorest of us have on the table every night. The messenger, the best human being, the one that Allah says to him, option one, option two. The Prophet told him, option one, to be in control of the treasure of the whole earth and live till the end of time. Or to live like normal human being and come and see me, and come and enter Jannah. He says what? Bala Rafiq al-A'la, Bala Rafiq al-A'la. Option two, option two, option two, option two, option two. <laughs> and he refused to be the richest human ever, in control of everything, and to live forever. He says, no, what is this life? Innama ana, he says, I'm just like a traveler, and this dunya is like a shade under a tree. When you travel in a desert, you find a tree, oh, come sit down, get some cool air. He says, that's the dunya, just sitting down. Then, why? You're not sitting down forever under the tree. You need a family to go to, you need a home to go to, you need a country to go to. Where is that? It's in Jannah with the angels to see them always. Because he used to love Jibreel and says, why don't you come to us? The Quran revealed, We only come when Allah gives us permission. We don't just come, you know, in this dunya, no. In Akhra, Allah says, You will not be able to, angel coming from every door, coming to see you and visit you. Angels, way more important than any, anything in this dunya. So, the Prophet Sallallahu he is the most beloved to Allah. He is the most noble <coughs> human being. He is the leader of all messengers. And one day, he was absolutely nothing to eat in the house. Nothing to eat in the house. You know, not Ramadan, just normal day. In a, nothing to eat. Hungry. And he goes out. Sallallahu This time, nobody goes out. And then he see Abu Bakr going out. Is Abu Bakr? What brought you out from your house this time? It's, you know, nobody walks around the street this time. He says, hungry. No food. Because they were surrounded in Medina by the, all the bad people. No food. He says, Wallahi, the same reason I came out of my house. No food. <laughs> they haven't finished talking yet. Omar, number three. And he's the same story. No food in the house. So wandering, walking around, they gone to Abu Haytham, Ansari, have a date palm tree, just to get some date from the tree, just to stop the hunger. Arrives there, he's not there. The husband is not there. So the wife, more generous, she said, oh, you wait, he's coming, he's just bringing water, bringing water. You know what that mean? Up to 1930, there were no running water in any home. There is no running water in, in the palace, royal palace. Royal family did not have, turn the tab on, hot water, cold water. 
We live now, wallahi, more than the royals 200 years ago. Royals, the most famous palace in the world, Louis II in France. The most famous palace in the history, yeah? They didn't have toilets. They have mobile toilet. If they have dignitary and they want to go to the toilet, the, the servant will go and bring this wooden thing and put it behind a curtain and then they carry it out. Nowadays you have toilet and you flush it and you... All this is Allah... What is this? This is just a test. A test of what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can give in Jannah. The Prophet sallallahu say, I want it all in Jannah. So the Prophet sallallahu and the Sahaba, two amazing Sahaba, the best human being after him. The, those two brought Islam to all the billions. Can you imagine what Umar did, what, what Abu Bakr did? You know? Abu Bakr is the one that compiled this book. He is the one that got the idea to put the Quran together. If it wasn't for that idea, imagine us without, without Quran. So they waited in the house and he arrived with the water. He carried the water from the well. And when he saw the visitors, he says, what? He can imagine the happiness. I am the happiest man on the earth. I got the most noble guest. And he rushed to the farm to bring a sheep. And the Prophet said, don't you dare, you know, take any mothers if she's breastfeeding, you know, for the sheep or the goats. Just bring one that you don't, you know, doesn't need, yeah, doesn't feed, not a mother, not just giving birth. So he brought, make the food quickly, brought the fresh date. And the Prophet they were eating what? Barbecue and date. That's all. And he looked at the Sahaba and says, from the Quran, وَلَا تُسْأَلُنَّ Remember, you were hungry an hour ago, two hours ago. Allah is feeding you. It's recorded. You will be questioned about it. How did you thank Allah for it? What did you use the energy from that food for? You know, did you think of those who will never see this barbecue? Did you think of those who never see this amazing, delicious date? You know, we go and buy dates that is a salary of anybody in our country, a kg. <laughs> yeah? This date, which is $29 a kg, $29 times 10 is 290 Egyptian pounds. I know Egyptian who, this is their salary a month to feed the whole family. And we put it in front of our kids, and they say, you know, <laughs> what else? May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us grateful. That's why the Prophet said, the best dua in the last 10 days of Ramadan is, oh Allah, please forgive me. Yeah? Allah, you are forgiving. You love forgiveness. Please forgive me for what? Somebody says, I don't drink. I don't kill. I... You don't thank Allah enough for the health. You know, thanking Allah enough being able to speak like this, to hear the speech, to understand it, to digest it. You think it's easy? It's a hundred billion process going in the brain to make you speak, to make you hear, to make you understand. And there is tens of millions of people, they only read lips. They don't hear. They read your lips moving and they think you're saying, because they don't have hearing. And they will pay everything to hear for one hour the voice of the loved one. Wallahi. And so many people, they can't speak. And so many, they can't, yeah. So, Allahumma inna ka'afu. Not because of me, Allah. It's only because you are forgiving. You love forgiveness, forgive me. Don't try to make any dua that is fidgety or just about other people. Just me, Allah. Forgive me and focus on me. Allahumma inna ka'afu. Tuhibbu al-'afwa fa'afu anni. Oh Allah, 
because of you. You are, you are the, you know, the all kind and generous and forgiving. You love it. Please forgive me. I am, I'm not worth it, but it's, you are worth it. Yeah, that's the whole psychology that you're talking to Allah. He says, Ya Allah, please forgive me and focus on me. Forgive me. And when you say forgive me, you know. You know how many times you said the wrong thing. How many times you did the wrong thing. How many times you made the wrong choice and displeased Allah. And Allah, because He is absolutely the most generous, He kept on giving. He kept on giving to me and to you and everybody. That's the dua we need to focus on in the last 10 days of Ramadan. Allahumma inna ka'afu, tuhubbul afwa, fa'afu anni. Say it in, from your heart in your language. Allah, you're all forgiving. You love forgiveness, please forgive me for all my mistakes and sin. Ya Allah, please forgive me. Please forgive. And you focus on that one. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive all of us. Allahumma inna ka'afu, tuhubbul afwa, fa'afu anni. Allahumma inna ka'afu, tuhubbul afwa, fa'afu anni. اللهم إنك عفو تحب العفو فعف عنا وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وجزاكم الله خير